Thanks for downloading this podcast. podcast. It's for personal use only and must not be rebroadcast, reproduced or used in any form without permission. Tell your friends they can get their own copy by searching iTunes for Radio Le Mans or visiting RadioLeMans.com. So, this, this strategy is the bit that I absolutely love. Absolutely love. The advantage that you have in the real world, in, over the real world, of course, is there are far fewer cars. There's no slow zones or code 60s. And you, therefore, are basically looking at far more regular lap times because these guys are that good. So, computer says 21 stroke, 22 laps to go. So, if that's the case, it's nine laps after the end of this one that we're on at the moment. I'm pretty certain La Fuente will come in at the end of this lap and that Mats Thorge will carry on. Kai Geshuba has made his pit stop and will come through to carry on, as has Jack Sedgwick. Uh, what have we got for BS competition? They were last in at seven. Uh, possibly two more for them after the end of this one. Still Simon Grossman leading for SimRC Cup in the Porsche 276 in the Cup 2 category. Pascal sticks for core in the 303 leads the GT4 category and in TCR the Audi of Jürgen Frank for Sim RC TCR is on top of the pile and we still have an hour and 14 minutes to go So, all of the big brains are doing their jobs at the moment. Whether it's one of the drivers that's not in the seat, whether it's someone who's specifically looking at the software. Hello, by the way, John Hangdorf uh, with you and the action from the seventh round of the DNLS, powered by VCO to the Nymex three-hour race on the Nordschleifer, of course. Season building up nicely, isn't it? Lovely weather. And battles going on at the sharp end of the field with the first and second place cars coming down the Dottigaher and La Fuente, I reckon, coming in at the end of this lap in the Marla Racing Audi, which started from the pit lane, was not on parade as the grid formed halfway down the Dottigaher, right by, whereby you come out for the tourist foreign so let's see if that Marla Racing Williams eSport car peels off to the right it does indeed my reading of the software has done its job computer doing all the work all I've got to do is interpret it which leaves it open to human error of course through has gone Matt Stoger-Hutzfeldt who I reckon will do another couple of laps and Kai Kashuba's just put a new fastest lap of the race in in going up to second place on that lap it's down to 
and 8.01667. That's not that far away from qualifying pace. Track temperature still hot, 42 degrees Celsius, 27 in the air, virtually no change since the start of the race. As La Fuente now with nine laps to go to the end of the race is what the computer says. And it looks as though he's staying in the race and behind the wheel. Fuel going into that car at the moment. I haven't seen it go up on its jacks, but you can't double stint tyres in GT3. You have to take full four tyres, and we've seen people caught out by that, haven't we, at the start of the season. Meantime, in TCR, Jürgen Frank has been caught by Patrick Kabinji. Well, he was about three laps or four laps ago, and they've been circulating with about room for maybe half an Audi between them uh, for the last couple of three laps. Sim RC TCR from Corsim Racing TCR and they've got 15 and a half seconds on Michael Brautigan for Team Heusingfeld 404 in third place. And then there's 51 seconds back to Nick Schneider for Zorg Rennsport and then it's Lucas Cowper for Leipert Esports. He's made another stop there, hasn't he? For the Leipert car. Let me just check that out on my pit stop guide. That means he's dropped back. Yeah, he's taken over from Marion. So he'll take that car to the end. Two five-lap stints for Leipert. And again, this is all about tyres and splitting up the race into manageable chunks for the tyres. What they'll probably be doing in TCR is only changing the front tyres at the driver's middle stop. So leaving the rears on. Let the rears do 10 laps and you change the fronts at each stop. It's very, very hot on the track. Very hot indeed. This is quality stuff and these two have been at it for such a long time. He's been right up underneath the rear wing so many times going down the Donegal Hurt. For some reason, just hasn't had the revs to go by. Actually, and I know the guys who are cutting the pictures are listening to this. Wouldn't mind having an onboard next time they get on to the long Tottinger hook because I've got a feeling that Patrick is actually running out of revs and that he hasn't got anything more to pull out and sweep by in some respects you need to time it just right to get that effect in the hole in the air that the TCR car ahead of you is making and sometimes it's better to be a little bit further back through the Gallows Hill corner and then use the hall of the straight to drag up and then dive out to the right-hand side just as you're coming in the braking area for the twisties at the end of the lap. Now, having to make way for the Porsche Cup car in fourth position, that's Mario Jury in the Sim Racing Academy red team. So, oh, that's loud, the pass. Well, well. 
much easier than we thought as the SimRC car was allowing Jury to go through on the Schwalbenschwanz, the uh, Kleiner Carousel. It all happened, and what an anticlimax. Unless, of course, the SimRC car, the yellow and black car, does what we were talking about. Here comes the drag. Here comes the extra pace. It looks like nothing's going to happen, and then all of a sudden... Here comes the second place car, that's beautifully timed, but he's going to have a Porsche right there, he's pulled out in front of him, but that might just make it happen, he'll get an extra little bit of draft from the Porsche behind him, and there is a perfect, perfect illustration of what I was talking about, I wonder if that was then deliberate by Jürgen at the front of the field, Jürgen Frank for SimRC, he fell out of the groove. Is he coming into the pits? Yes, he is. They both are. They're both coming into the pits. Well, that was a perfect illustration, wasn't it? He fell out of the groove coming through the Kleiner Carousel as he had to let Jury through. But didn't lose his cool. Used the draft. Slipped out to the right-hand side when he got the run and made the pass. Still comes into the pits in the lead and Michael Brautigan by the way for Heusingfeld 404 team has pitted as well so Nicholas Schneider should be the next car around and we'll probably see him into the pits as well really quick pit stops for those cars it looked as well as if the uh, Porsche that was involved in that pitted as well from right in front of them well, once in a while you know I say something and then it happens which I can do that with the lottery numbers right let's remind you what's going on at the top of the shop Kai has just put another fastest lap of the race in last time around Mats Thurger Hutzfeld leads by just 8 seconds at the moment and needs to make a pit stop Adam Christodoulou started did seven laps Matt Stoger has now is now on his seventh lap and I reckon will pit and hand the car over to Jan Satowski at the end of this one so they're thinking 21 22 laps aren't they three seven lap stints I've got bad news for them the computer's back to seeing 22 again now. It, it'll cycle between them depending on what the lap times are and who's in the lead and who's just stopped. There's been virtually no change in the track temperature and the air temperature, so tyres are still taking a little bit of a hammering. The TCR battle is rejoined pretty much where we left it off except Kabinci has got to the head of the field ahead of Jürgen Frank after their pit stop Brautigan is still in third but is now 22 seconds behind Nicholas Schneider from Zug Rensport is in fourth fifth is Lucas Cowper for Leipert and then right in behind them that's my timing screen just decides to go 
A bit strange. No, it's Rennie Kirchhoff who's right in behind Ker Cowper. Yeah, it is. Team Nürburgring. Exactly as I thought. So, Heusingfeld 101 leading, but about to stop. I reckon stopping now, in fact. In fact, has just pulled into the pit lane. So, disregard what I'm about to tell you because it means Kaika Schuber has gone through into the lead because La Fuente and Hutzfeld have both stopped that time around. Jack Sedgwick then will go up into second place and has done as he crosses the line in the Manfilters HTP Windward car. So that's the second place car going into the first corner. It's Phoenix Racing, Kevin Volk, who should be coming through any time now. No, he's pitted. So he's into the pit lane. So then it's Vodafone Team Get Speed, Alexi Aloma. Now, what's his laps? Well, he's just pitted. So can he go to the end? I don't think he can. So it's all going to be some short stints towards the end of this. Aloma's gone up into third. Lafuente, I reckon, now fourth. Santowski for Heusingfeld in fifth position, but already a minute 20 away from Kai Kishuba. And that's everyone now done two pit stops. Can Marler Racing go to the end? Oh, it's going to be close, you know. It's going to be very close for Marla Racing. Depends whether it's 21 or 22 laps. If it's 22, they can't. So they'll do a short stop. So I expect to see Eloma to another couple of laps and maybe then hand it back. Excuse me, Lafuente do another three or four laps and hand it back for a six or five lap stint at the end by Augustin Canapino. That would be my guess. It's a guess at the moment. The computer could give me all of the stops and time to run, etc. Can't read the minds of the people doing the tactics at the moment. Great battle for 5th and 6th, proving that you don't have to be battling for a podium position to have some fun. René Kirchhoff looking at the back end of Lucas Cowper for Leipert with the team Nürburgring, red and white Audi sitting in behind. The down to Exmuller at the bottom of the hill. Across the bridge and just break where that access road comes in from the right hand side. And then where Nicomon used to be able to get on there as a tourist lap, do a sort of a half lap second half of the circuit coming up now towards the very frustrating Bergwerk takes as much speed as you can there because he's climbing all the time now heading up towards the mighty Kessinger through there 993, 35 miles an hour. The car was skipping around a bit there, I've got to tell you. Side by side, heading up towards close to Tal. That's brave. You can do it, but you need help from the person that you're racing against. 
Ah, oh, smashing stuff from both the guys there. Really, really smashing stuff. Love to see that. That's a change for fifth then in class. Team Nurburg Ring taking that position. Just on an hour and three minutes to go. Check that, just on an hour to go. The wrong part of the clock there. So, from here, eight laps, seven laps to go, surely, in an hour. Just going to depend where the leader is. It's going to be 21 or 22, I tell you, this is going to be tight for some of these drivers. I'm loving this. We have seen earlier in the season when the temperatures were right and in fairness there was a little more uh, fuel for the GT3 cars we have seen a 24 lap race I should have asked Bruce before he clocked off the spark coverage when that was and who it was that did it but I'm certain we had a 24 lap race earlier on but we're not going to get the 24 laps for the leaders this time around So the question is, has Marla Racing got it right? If it's 21, they're going to be... Yeah, they can't do it. They've got... And besides which, actually, I've just realised they need to do another driver change. So they have to stop anyway. They've got to change the driver twice. So driver A swaps to driver B, drops, swaps to driver C, is fine. Or driver A swaps to driver B... Driver B stays in, driver A gets back in again, it's fine too. So I say inside the last hour now Jan Sentowski putting in some good times in the Heusingfeld 101 in 5th position where are the battles I hear you ask well sharp end, edge of the field at the moment there's a decent scrap going on for Fuente Sentowski battling away behind Alexia Loma for Vodafone team get speed so that's third, fourth and fifth. The two, the 186 and the 101. I think that's going to be broken up shortly, is it, for pit stops? Well, not necessarily. We might see them having a bit of a scrap. Fuente cannot afford for that to get any kind of physicality amongst it. It's been caught just a little bit by Sentowski. Porsche Cup Bernd Seibel is Bernd Siebel has got Tobias Roof right up his tailpipes in a battle for 4th and 5th 285 and 267 it's a decent scrap at the moment and this Team Nürburgring versus Leipert it's 
still under a second between those two. Now, Nicholas Last has just pitted for Sim Racing Academy Red. I think he's going to try and go to the end from here in the uh, GT4 cast class. There'll be a few people thinking about the last stops. Kai Kishuba coming round in the lead of the race has 56 minutes to go and has to get his teammate Niels Kosh back in it Jack Sedgwick doing the middle stint I think one more lap for him before Sindra Setsas gets back in the car Alexia Loma I think he'll go another couple or three laps and put Fabian Schiller in for a four or five lap dash at the end he's got a bit of a sc scrap going on there though as I mentioned La Fuente is closing in and he is dragging Jan Sentowski so Vodafone, Marla Racing Team William Z Racing Squad and Heusingfeld second, third and fourth on the front straight together now and as they cross the line they all stay out. Heisingfeld, Sentowski. They've done their driver changes. So if they can get that car to the end without stopping again now, and Sentowski's only been in it for a lap. Christodoulou did seven. Hufsfeld did seven. And if it is only 21, it depends how much time they're going to lose in that last couple of laps when the tyres are starting to go away. Track temps come down by about a degree, but still over 40 degrees Celsius, which is going to put some pressure on the tyres of the big AMG GT3. I'm in a quandary here. Sorry. Stop talking for a moment there because the old cogs were ticking over as to just what we're likely to see. Of the cars at the front of the field, the first car that's done its two, its two driver changes and therefore, in theory, could go to the end if they've got the fuel is the Heusingfeld 101 that was started by Adam Christodoulou, Mats Thorber, uh, Thorger at uh, Hutzfeld, and now with Sentoski at the wheel. Third of the three cars that are battling for third position. Everybody ahead of that must make one more stop for fuel and or to get another driver in. So... It's all about, it is all about just how much fuel is in that Heusingfeld car.
Simon Grossman's in the pitch from the lead of the Porsche Cup class. Martin Asher, four seconds behind. He'll go through. Or is he could it? No, he's gone through. Martin Asher's doing it on his own. Not the same rules in the other categories, of course. So Martin, who did have... Marcus Yiddach listed, but we've seen Martin do the full three hours himself in the past. Hello to Monster Jeff. Good to know that you are listening in and watching. We're in a little bit of a holding phase at the moment to wait for some final pit stops and then the stagger unwinds as we've talked that about that athletics analogy in the past haven't we who's got the tactics right I questioned earlier on I've got to say I did I questioned Team Heusingveld going the full seven laps with Adam Christodoulou yes the fuel was there but it looked like the tyres are taking a pounding in the heat of the first laps of the race and in the heat of the sunlight on the track as well, shadows are lengthening on the circuit. And then it's taken over by Max Storger, Hutzfeld, seven laps. Sentowski now behind the wheel. And if the race goes to just 21 laps, then of course they can make it. They can make it. My computer is wavering between 21 and 22 laps to go. Kai Kashuba has to stop again. So what's the gap then between Kashuba and Sentowski? A minute and 21. I don't think Sentowski's going to end up in the lead here, even if he can go to the end, but there's a podium on for sure. There's a podium on for Team Heusingfeld. By the time you've done the pit stop, the tyre changed and filled the fuel. Now, Kai can stop pretty much at any time after the end of the next lap and be certain to go at the end, even if it does go at the 22. He'll have to put Niels Kosh back in again. But that, that is the defining factor. He'll want to know that even if it goes that extra lap, they've got the fuel for it. So even if it goes to 22. So, next lap or the one after, I would suggest for the leader. So it's fuel, and then the time taken for the tyres. And how many get through? Sedgwick has the same issues. Got to get Sindri sets us back in that car. Got to do the second driver change. Now, Jack, he got in at the end of, I reckon, lap 10. I reckon he'll pit at the end of this one. So I reckon the man filled the car in second will pit at the end of this lap. And that'll be a nice run to the end. He, well, I suppose he could go one more. 
I reckon he's probably got the fuel for one more. It depends what he thinks the pace of Sindra, Sindra Setsas is and how Sindra is feeling. Four to four, Mbala, Heusingfeld. Working quite nicely when you think for Sentowski in the Heusingfeld, the third of the three cars that are heading onto the Dottinger now because he's getting a draft. So he's saving a little bit of fuel. So if there is a fuel issue there, he may be able to turn it up on the last lap or so. They all sweep past the TCR Audi. Time that one right as well to make sure you don't ping the Audi as you go through. Yannick Danish is back in the 423. Schneider's been in and out in the Audi. New personal best for Sedgwick in the man filter car as Nils Koch is in back in the team B and W back car so they have stopped so Kai Kashuba then well a 6 and a 5 for Kashuba so these cars are coming through who peels off none of them none of them and Koch is not rolling yet Sedgwick one more lap and he's turning it up Sedgwick one more lap I, yeah got to be one more lap then so through goes Vodafone in second Marler in third Heusingfeld in fourth so where does Niels Kosh come out he comes out in fifth position five seconds behind Santowski but on new tyres now I don't think Santowski in the Heusingfeld car will have the tyres at the end to fight a bit of a damaged uh, bonnet area on the get speed Vodafone cars they go into the hairpin on the Grand Prix circuit but he's going to have a decent gap isn't it it's about a minute and 30 seconds to get your pit stop done he's going to have a decent gap to everybody else Martin Asher back at the lead of Porsche Cup 2 ahead of Gladius V those two are back at it again Manuel, Me Manuel Mayer the H2 performance in third and Tobias Ruff for Vyland in fourth in GT4 Pascal Sticks for Corsim Racing leads by 24 seconds from Nils Karsten Karstensen for Team RSO and Zorg Rensport's got Sasha Berger back behind the wheel then it's Fassbender the first of the BMWs in GT4 in fourth TCR class, Brautigan leads by 15 seconds for Heusingfeld ahead of course, Marius Gollenbeck and Felix Luding's back the qualifier and Paul Sitting driver who led off for SimRC TCR René Kirchhoff for Nürburgring team in fourth position and those well, all of those cars down to Leipzig as well, Lucas Cowper back behind the wheel of the 453 they're all separated by just a few seconds each but the interest at the front of the field where the man filter Team HTP Windward a winning team this year Jack Sedgwick at the head of the field by 38 seconds I reckon he picks the end of this lap to hand back for a five lap stint which is exactly what Sindra Setsas did at the start of the race actually I've only done four but I think it'll have to be five this time around 
Aloma in second, but needs to stop. La Fuente in the Marla Audi, the Williams Esports team. Augustin Canapino to get back in that car to take it to the end after starting it from the pit lane. So it's already been a great run for the Marla Racing Audi. And then the big unknown, the big, there might as well be a huge question mark hovering in the ether above Team Heusingfeld with Sentowski in the dark grey, red and silver car. May just have enough fuel to go to the end. Will he have the pace to fight off the cars who stop? And who, of course, must get new tyres? The tyres means more time in the pit stop. Good news for Sentowski. But they will be quicker and have more tyre performance. That's bad news. So which one outweighs the other? Maybe they've played a blinder. Three, seven laps in. So I didn't think it could work. I didn't think it could work. Adam, I apologise, mate. Christodoulou started the race for them, put in a really good stint. Tremendously, uh, tremendously successful and consistent. Best around the early eight minute marks, eight or five, eight or six, I think eight or seven maybe, his best lap. His average was pretty much that as well, to be honest, over his seven laps. Hello to Get Speed, I know you're tuned in. I'm sure you won't tell me on Twitter at RSL underscore studio. Alexis comes in this lap, end of this lap or the next one. Alexis got good pace at the moment. He could give Fabian Schiller just a little four-lap dash to the end, maybe. Five or four laps to the end. Meantime, Heusingfeld. Santowski seems to have pressed the go button. Wasn't expecting that. I thought he would just sit in there. Knows the cars ahead have got to stop. Does he feel he's being held up or was there just an opportunity there? But he's dropped back at the base of the hill heading up to the main carousel. Oh, this is fabulous. Absolutely fabulous. Just checking the other classes to keep our eyes on what's going on at the front of the field. Sedgwick will be coming down towards the end of the lap. Track temperature is falling, and that will help those like the Marla Racing Car who are trying to make their tyres last to the end but it's danger time at the moment as they're having to pass traffic and just to point out that behind Heusingfeld, Nils Koch for Team BMW Bank has closed in it was over 5 seconds it's now down to 3 and he has made his last pit stop so there's a there's a query on whether 101 will go at the end, but 107 definitely is going to the end. So he has made his last pit stop. Sintowski, Jan Sintowski in the Heusingfeld 101 may be able to go to the end, but there's a question mark about pace and making that last. There's no worry about fuel on the Paul City 107 car now sitting in fifth position. And the top three do 
have to pit. I'm watching the timing screen to see if Sedgwick peels off. Also to see what happens here. This is not good news for Heusingfeld. They were getting held up there through Flansgarden, heading down towards the Swallowtail area of the, of the circuit. Down towards Falbertrance. Big Mercedes AMG motor stroking at the car onto the Dottinger Hurt. The gap now. Oh, it's gone out a bit. 3.7 to Niels Corris. He catches the traffic. And on the Nürburgring, Nordschleifer as in endurance racing as a whole. Traffic giveth and traffic taketh away. Sedgwick has come into the pits. So that's his last stop. So where does the man filter car come back out? Watch out for the bright yellow car coming out the pits. Does the Lomas go into the pits for Vodafone? Or does he go one more to give his teammate one fewer laps to do at the end? Schiller will get back into that car, surely, to finish it off. Sedgwick in the pits. And Setsas has got into that car, but it's not rolling. It's not rolling. Crucial now to see what happens to... Alexia Lomas has gone through. Lomas has gone through. La Fuente has gone through. Sentowski's gone through. And Setsas is not out of the pits yet. Niels Cox goes through. Four seconds now, the gap between Sentowski and Niels Cox. That's the battle for me for the lead. Sentowski and Niels Cox as the effective battle for the lead with, yes, just under 40 minutes to go, but. They've got to be going to the end right now. They've got to be going to the end. And it's going to be so tight for Sentowski. So, a bit of drafting going on further down the field for P8. And Baitskavissa is going to lose out to the Phoenix Racing Car. Kevin Volk drags through so Alexi Aloma at the front of the field and the Getspeed guys well they know what they're doing but they're not telling they've gone through onto another lap La Fuente has gone through onto another lap Sintowski's gone through we know he's going to the end now has to that's the only choice now if they run it too far on fuel and they need an eighth lap I don't think they'll get it and they'll have to pit for a splash but of course they have to take new tyres as well if that's the case that'll drop them out of contention 3.8 seconds between Sentowski and Nils Kost. that's third and fourth at the moment but it will become first and second by Skavisa BS competition BMW was going so well earlier on contact with a TCR in the hats and back while she was second lost her 20 seconds or so didn't hit the barriers though extraordinarily but there was damage to the left rear of the BMW from BS competition gotta love these races that are not encumbered by flags slow zones 
record 60 areas etc Alomas is on his 7th lap now Aloma then on his 7th lap now and he did 7 laps last time around at the end of this lap then there will be 4 laps to go Once again, the computer can't make up its mind. Predicting ahead. 22 laps now, which is awful news for Heusingfeld. Awful news. But don't forget the two cars that are leading need to stop. And that might just be enough to knock that back to 21. That would put Santowski in the lead, of course. When they'd stop, his bigger problem is Nils Kosh behind him in the BMW Bank 107 car because that car will surely have the pace to run him down and then that becomes the car that will determine if we go on to an extra lap or not it's all going to depend where the clock runs out all going to depend where the clock runs out and with just three and a half, four seconds between Santowski and Kosh, you, you, you can't try and manipulate that, if it's 30 seconds, you can slow down a bit, great run by the way, for Marcel Fassbender who is now leading the GT4 category not just the BMWs he's ahead of Matty Sipola and he has just put that car and the BMWs in GT4's fastest lap in 843-1 as he's gone by Matty Sippler in the pit lane. So pa Pascal Sticks gave up the car, but Fassbender will lose that position further back down the field because he owes us one more pit stop. I don't think he can go to the end in that BMW. Just check that in the 376. Ooh, maybe, maybe he can I think that's a race I think that might be a race to the end Fassbender did a 7 and a 7 and he won't have to do a 7 to the end because the leader will lap him again so Marcel Fassbender Fassbender in the BMW number 376 from SimRC that's the first time I've seen a BMW leading the GT4 class and he's got 10 seconds on Sibler, who's just come out of the pits, having just got back into that car. And that is a race for the BM, for the GT4 win. Porsche versus BMW, or should I say BMW versus Porsche, with Marcus Eichhorn, uh, who is also good to the end of the race, in another BMW in third. And then Patrick Lankow will finish off the race for the RSO team 397 so just looking through some of the other runners out there at the moment Sentowski under 3 seconds ahead of Kosh that's 3rd and 4th but the effective battle for the lead Eloma and La Fuente a second between them they'll both pit again before the end of the race so that's going to be a battle of the pit the virtual pit crew but unfortunately everything is going to be timed 
So Fassbender then leads GT4 for BMW and for SimRC.de. Second place, the first of the Porsches, Sippola on his outlap. He's just got back in the car and he's got now just under 10 seconds to chase down that leader. This would be a famous victory. We've been watching the BMWs. They haven't seemingly, on a one-lap pace, had the pace of the BMWs, of the Porsches, excuse me. Icon then, third for Leipert Esports in GT4. So BMWs first and third, Porsches second and fourth, with Patrick Lankow for Team RSO 397 in the teal blue, dark blue and white centre section of that car. This is a proper race now. Simple has got to get a wiggle on. Just done the fastest sector three of anybody in the GT4 race. Took a full second out of the car he's chasing. Christian Bug is in fifth for Zorg Sports. That's another Porsche. The BMW gradually being worked on. People getting used to the driving style. Very different front-engine car, of course, versus the mid-engine very low slung engine in the Cayman 718. If you've ever looked at the Cayman or a Boxster and you open the hatch where you think the engine's going to be and it's a luggage compartment. So you look underneath at the back and you can't see the engine. Flat six sitting very, very low in the middle of the car. Felix Ludwig's on a chase as well at the minute in TCR. He's got a 2.6 gap to make up, 2.6 second gap to make up to Marius Gollenbeck. So it's caught from SimRC, then a big gap back to Heusingfeld, 40 seconds further back, Marcel Tai. Then Yannick Danich is only 5.6 seconds further back from a podium position. It's going to be some very interesting interviews at the end because I need to hear the stories of these races need to need that hear that La Fuente leads then so there's been a pit stop at the front of the field as the Marler Racing Team leads Heusingfeld. So the Get Speed car has come in. Fabian Schiller is into it. And he will run the car at the flag, but he's dropped down to fifth position. So Marler Racing stayed out for another one. La Fuente pushing his luck here, surely. I only see Canapino handing to Lafuente, so I reckon Canapino's got to get back in that car. Unless there's been a change in the regulations. And I have to say I didn't notice that, but it used to be that there was two... Had to be two driver changes. Even then, Lafuente is going to 
be struggling on fuel. I can't believe he can make it. I reckon he'll have to pit at the end of this lap. That will put Canapino in possibly for three stroke four laps, depending on the pace that he sets. And that then will leave Sentowski in the lead with Niels Koch in second and Sindre Setzer's charging for Manfilter in third. He's got 40 seconds to make up in the, on the leader. And with under half an hour to go now, this is going to be an extraordinary run to the line. It's all about who has the performance at the end of the race and who has the tyres. And I still think the Heusingfeld may have played a blinder here. May have played an absolute blinder. Wherever you are listening or watching, do not go away. Block out the next 36, 37 minutes because it could go as long as that. And stay by your computer, your phone, whatever you're watching or listening on because round seven of the... DNLS by VCO is by no means finished yet. I can't even begin to process what's been happening here in some ways. Try to keep across it all the way. We've said this, Bruce and I, when we've done these together before, Bruce Jones and I have said on many an occasion... We love the difference in tactics and strategy. The hot weather again has played its part. Track temperature still over 40 degrees or just on 40 degrees now. Air temperature hasn't much changed from the 27, 28 that it was at the start of the race some three, two and a half hours ago at least. It's the teams who have really pushed their luck and particularly Heusingfeld in the one-on-one car. Adam Christodoulou started with a cracking seven lap stint and handed over to Max Thorger, Hutzfeldt. And I, I did see, I thought they'd gone a lap or two too far because it seemed as though there was a drop off on Adam's tyres and it didn't pay off. They seemed to have lost out in that first pit stop cycle. But what they've been able to do is break the, the race up into three exactly similar stints to get their three drivers and their two driver changes into the car and therefore get them to run to the end. And if this does only go to 20 or 21 laps, then they are absolutely quids in. 21 laps predicted on the computer at the moment. And as long as that that uh, Jansen uh, Sentowski can stay ahead of Niels Koch, and he's doing that, he's matching his sector-by-sector times, he's doing a cracking job. That means that the, the danger driver at the moment is Sindra Setsas. He's got new tyres and a very fast man filter, Team HTP. He's going to be net third at the moment, but can he close those other guys down in the last 27, 28 minutes? Well, hearing... Some real drama down in TCR. The full send TCR number 485. Pedals on the driver rig failed. Car suffered damage with an impact. Quick repair meant a five-minute penalty. Not into contention, but they were very, very close indeed and were in with a chance. Thanks to Abarth Driver who tweeted at RSL underscore studio 
with that really bad look on them but that was a breakage on the rig on the pedals on the rig so the real world side of things causing them problems in the virtual when they had a decent strategy they'd been there or thereabouts in TCR all race TCR at the moment led by Marius Gollenbeck for core racing by just a second and a half from Felix Ludig Marcel Tai 40 seconds further back in GT4 still Fassbender leading by just 3.8 seconds now over the Porsche of Matty Sittler BMW versus Porsche in the last half an hour in GT4 it's fantastic we've not had this before in the cup class for Porsches Claudius Veed and Martin Asher have been at it all race in fact those two cars have been for SimRC and Asher Racing but it's nearly 10 seconds between those two at the moment but at the front of the field is where the intrigue and drama is Jan Sentowski is now only half a second behind Daniel Fuente who's leading for Marla Racing Team the Marla Racing Audi started in the pit lane they didn't get on the grid on time so started at the back of the first group of cars after they'd all gone through they're on the Donegahua now I reckon Lafuente will be peeling off at the end of this lap to let Augustin Canapino finish the race so the Heisingfeld car doesn't need to go past here and has got 5.3 seconds on Niels Kosh for the team BMW back now very interesting does the Audi peel off go to the right hand side stay to the right hand side no of course on to another lap so pushing really pushing as hard as they can that's 19 laps completed for La Fuente they'll complete 20 laps next time around and that will be the 7th lap of a stint for La Fuente and I, I, he must stop at that point. He can't have enough fuel for eight. And besides, which Canapino's not been back in the car. They've only done one driver change. So, this is then the battle for the lead. So does La Fuente have a go? Does La Fuente crack on? He would have thought the danger was from Koch behind. I suppose it depends. And he'd be being told by his team. You know he will. The gap at the moment to Koch and the BMW, which was on pole, 4.8 seconds at the last split. And I'm getting split-by-split updates here. The Vodafone, uh, the man filter team HTP, Sidvisetsat, possibly on for a podium, depending what happens with La Fuente. 38 seconds off the lead, 32 seconds now off Nails Kosh, and doing really good splits. So that's a gap we're going to have to watch as well. With still 21 laps remaining, 21 uh, minutes remaining. But in Nürburgring, that's three laps, isn't it? It's all going to come down to when time expires. And in iRacing, when the time expires, that immediately becomes the last lap. So if the leader is on the Dottinger Hoer, then they've got three or four corners in the net and then they finish the race. The checkered flag will come out. If the leader is on the Grand Prix circuit they're going to have to do another lap 
of the Nürburgring Nordschleife. Fuente then under pressure all coming all unraveling all winding out the stagger the tactics the fuel the tires the concentration all coming to a head in the last now 19 minutes and 50 seconds marvelous stuff Round seven of the virtual competition organization, the VCO NLS. Nymex three hours. What entertainment this has been. Finally, the track temperature drops down below 40 degrees, but it's down to 39.4. Just reflecting the virtual time of day at the Nürburgring. Race moved back this afternoon because there was so much, uh, I think, real-world racing going on. It's decided to move it back away from Formula One and WEC and MotoGP and everything else that is going on at the moment. At RSL underscore studio, what's your thoughts then? Who's got the tactics right? As Michael Bessage comes into the pits from Adrenaline from 8th position in GT3, that'll be his last pit stop and the car's last pit stop. Still the battle in GT4, and it's right there now, the battle in GT4 for the lead. Half a second between the BMW that leads and Matty Sipola in second place. So Sipola has caught Fassbender, and with still a couple or three laps to go there, that one is yet to be sorted out. Fassbender for SimRC, core Sim Racing for Sipola. Marcus Heichhorn for another BMW in third. He's only 25 seconds further back. And then Patrick Lankow, nine seconds away from the podium. Still watching the lead in at the front of the race, of course. I'll keep an eye on those splits. Two tenths of a second now between Fassbender and Sipola in the GT4 category. So that's the 376 and the 303 right at it we've not seen the BMW this certainly haven't seen it this competitive meanwhile in TCR things are hotting up as well as Gollenbach is being caught by Felix Luding as I suggested Luding might be on attack mode and he's right up the tailpipes now of Gollenbach and the lead has changed in GT4 simple has gone through on Icorn is there going to be a change as well in another class? We're inside the last 18 minutes and we've just had a change for the lead in one class. We might see a change for the a lead in the other. And at the overall head of the race, it's still only a second between first and second. Edge of the seat stuff. Breathless. TCR battle. Just over the bridge now, down at Adana. Beginning to head back uphill. 
Meantime, the lead of the race. Battling through traffic here, and this could be danger time for any of them. Uber Vipperman and diving through the sweeping sections of the circuit to one line track here. Got to be so careful going past even a TCR car. Brilliant stuff by all the drivers. Actually, that was coming on to Flansgarden, excuse me, for the leaders. They'll be catching the TCR battle fairly shortly as well. They're just on the Dottinger Hur now. So, change in GT4. Oh, it's gone back again. Fastbender's got back in front. So, Fastbender's got back ahead of Similar. What a cracking battle that is. In GT4, you need eyes everywhere on this huge circuit. Heusingfeld in second. Surely this time La Fuente will come in. La Fuente. Now coming to complete lap number 20. He got in the car the end of lap 13. So this will be a seven-lap stint. He has done a seven-lap stint in this, in this car, but I can't believe he's going to try and stretch it further. And Canapino has not been back in the car for his second stint. End of the lap, we'll find out in about 40 seconds, less than that. Does the Marla Racing car, which started in the pit lane, I know I've said it before, but I find that extraordinary that it's in with a chance. Yes, it does, Pitt. And through goes Heusingfeld. So Heusingfeld now goes through to complete 20 laps... And start. Oh, well. One lap or two laps. At the end of this one, it's going to be tight. There's 14 minutes to go. Heisingfeld might have just, just, unfortunately, mistimed it. There's going to be another lap, isn't there? After this one. It's been hovering between 21 and 22. But with 14 laps to go, and 14 seconds, 14 minutes to go, excuse me, there will be one more at the end of this one. So it swings back to BMW, I reckon. And the car now in second place. Niels Koch, maybe not pushing anymore. Sindra sets us. He's not making any inroads. 20 seconds back from sets us there goes Augustin Canapino out of the pits now Canapino new tyres and a run to the end it's got to be maximum attack for the Argentinian they've got to push to make sure that it goes that extra lap meantime Court and Sim RC are battling for the lead and here comes the Schnitzelheim car to go by them That the man filter car actually might have been going past them. Yeah, I think it was. That was Setsas going by them. Right under the rev limiter by the leader. In TCR on the Dottinger Core racing. Simple as back in the lead in GT4. The lead's changed four times on that lap in GT4. Simple now with a mighty half a second lead 
on Fassbender, but this is going to be by far the best result by a BMW in GT4, certainly that I've seen. Starting to be corrected on that. Hello to Monster Jeff on Twitter. Loves the more aggressive st strategies like Nick Tandy uses in real life. Doesn't always work out, of course. It's my team, he says. I would tend to be more conservative. Fastbender then at the bottom of the hill. Leading up to the Cracciola Carousel. And he's got Sipola right in front of him as they drop onto the concrete and rattle their fillings through the long left-hander. Oh, and Fassbender's on the grass for a moment and loses a bit of time. <laughs> Dropped a couple of seconds there. Wonder if he's starting to lose the tyres on that BMW. Just got on the power a tiny bit early. Popped out like a cork. And a boy's hit the barrier. He actually hit the barrier. On the right-hand side. We've all done it. We've all done it. Now, has he knocked the toe out? Just got on the throttle. He was a bit greedy. What, half a second too early? Oh, can't believe that. He's driven such a good race. Marcel Fassbender may have just thrown away any chance of a BMW victory in GT4 in that moment. Thank goodness we saw it. There's damage to the right front wheel arch and if we can see it he'll certainly be able to feel it sometimes we can't see it and you still feel it yeah his pace has gone off oh goodness me the drama the drama at the end of this race he's dropped four seconds he's in real strife now he should hold on a second he's got 31 seconds back to Patrick Lankow in the RSO 397 who will be getting the hurry up he's got Five seconds on Christian Bug, who's got ahead of Sandro Petrosiello in the next BMW. So it's Porsche's at the moment, third and fourth. Are Porsche going to rest back the podium? Ten minutes to go. It's the podium in GT4 there. Oh, Marcel! He's going to be so annoyed with himself at the end of this. So at the front of the field, Adam Tristadulu led off having qualified the 101. Then Matt Stoger, Hutzfeld took over. Seven laps for Adam, seven laps for Matt. This will complete the seventh lap for Jan Sentowski. At the front of the field, have they got one more lap of fuel? We've seen eight laps before, but not for a wee while. It's going to be mighty. He's got five seconds on Nails Kosh in second place. Nails got plenty of fuel in that car. La Fuente having just stopped. He's fine. Sindri sets us. He'll be on full attack. So will Fabian Schiller. They're all quite a long way back. Schiller's got a minute and 21. A minute for Augustin Canapino, who's in the Marler Racing car, sorry. Then sets us 41 seconds. He's not gaining on the two ahead of him. And meantime, the battle in TCR. 
continues for Gollenbeck and Luding. We've got 38 seconds on Marcel Tai for Husingveld 404 team in third. Down through Callan Hard for the battling TCR leaders, and they've got another TCR car to put a lap on in a little while. Canapino is lighting up my timing screen. Green, 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 purple, green, green, purple, green. So Canapino knows there's something on here. He's under a minute away from the leader, 17 seconds away from Setsasada. Another what will be another podium position for the Marla Racing Team and this one they've had a couple of really good results this year when they've had problems remember they got slammed into the wall early doors and that was an early pit stop for them in one of the first races of the season this time they've had to start from pit lane and drive the wheels off that Audi on the long Dottinger as opposed to the short Dottinger which doesn't exist on the Dottinger Sentowski then and this is the race right here does he peel off to the right in which case he is going to drop out of the top six I reckon certainly out of the top five or do they risk it and go for one more lap he's going to steer right he's picking He's not pinning. Excellent. Excellent. And look at the time. 6.50. 6.50. That means this will be the last lap because time will run out on this lap. This is marvellous. This is marvellous. I've got goosebumps here. The dice has been rolled in round seven of the DNLS by VCO, the Nymex three hours, and Heusingfeld have rolled the dice. Now, Nils Kosh now with seven seconds in arrears... Were they expecting it? I don't know. But he surely has got a push. Sets us 36 seconds further back. Canapino now has got one more lap to make up 18 seconds to get on to the podium. Well, they must have looked at the readout. They must know what the fuel numbers are. These are now very old tyres indeed. Seven laps completed for Sentowski. Oh, my goodness. The track temperature has come down, which I did say would help them at the end, but my goodness, they have rolled the dice. Love it. I thought they were out of it. I thought they'd gone maybe even two laps too long. We had cars stopping after five laps at the start of the race. Things were so hot. The pace was so hot. The track was so hot. But they've stuck to their plan A. Adam Christodoulou qualified and took it about 57 minutes for seven laps. Handed it off to Mats Thorget. Hutzfeld, they've stayed out of trouble. There's not a mark on that Heusingfeld car. It has the detritus of racing on it, yes. But not a dent, not a bang, not a push. They've stayed out of it. They sat behind people in the draft. Meantime, the battle for T 
TCR continues and they'll go on to another lap so Marius Gollenbeck and Felix Ludi they'll be ham hammering along for another lap who's got tyres left here these two, there shouldn't be any worries about fuel on the TCRs. I have a suspicion these two stopped around about the same time in the 4.33 and the 4.76. Uh, the 4.03, excuse me. Yeah, they did, they stopped in exactly the same lap. And so they should be fine two very short stints before they jumped in so six laps for the pair of them at the start of the race then six laps for the second driver Patrick Kavinci and Jürgen Frank were having a cracking battle and they did a lap extra and then handed over to these two and they are about to head on to their last lap in Cup 4.8 seconds and Martin Asher has just put the fastest lap of the race in in second place in the cup class so Claudius Veed cannot relax at all and where are they on the track? so Veed's done five laps Asher has just come out of the pits a couple of laps ago so he should have a tyre advantage Here's Sentowski. His gap is seven seconds. He's driving away from the pole sitting car. Accelerating through the gears as he comes up the hill from Bergwerk. Climbing all the while now. What strategy! Really, really impressive. Coming. Oh, going wide there. Those tyres must be struggling just a little bit as he was coming through. Close the towel, heads to the bottom of the carousel. Probably just over a third of the lap to go. Still plenty of places that can catch him out. Got to keep the concentration. The gap to second. Nils Caution, Team BMW Bank. The car that was fastest in qualifying with Caution at the wheel, remember. Seven seconds. Oh. Absolutely magnificent battles right throughout the field. In Porsche Cup, under six seconds now between Claudius Veed and Martin Asher. Looks like Tobias Ruff will nail third for Violent Racing. In GT4, similar after the mistake by Marcel Fassbender, has now got 12 seconds. Patrick Lankow still 20 seconds further back, but Christian Bug is catching Lankow for third on the podium and he's just two seconds 
now behind the Team RSO for Zorg Rendsport. And then TCR crank it up. Still going at it. Coming up to the top of the hill at Arenberg and now into the Foxhall under the Yokohama crossover bridge. So they're barely a third of the way into the lap at the moment. Sentowski's just put his fastest sector two and sector three of the race and the fastest sector four of the race in on this last lap. Sentowski's pushing. He doesn't need to. He's got seven and a half seconds. He's coming through now to what's going to be a famous victory. Sentowski is finishing it off in style. But remember this racing behind and he's got traffic ahead of him. Goes past Fassbender who's struggling. That's not the worst thing that can happen for Fassbender because the chequered flag will come out when the car in front of him now crosses the line. It means he won't get back on terms with Simula, but it means he won't get caught by Lankow either on the last lap. Dottinger Hall for the final time, past the tourist firing kiosk on the right-hand side. Sentowski putting a full stop and an exclamation point on the good work that was done by his teammates earlier on. Matt Thorger, Hutzfeld in the middle stint and Adam Christodoulou. The chequered flag is out. Time has elapsed. And Team Heusingfeld, 101, win round seven. Nymex three hours for the 2020 VCO Nürburgring Langstrecker Series. What a race. What a victory. What strategy. What speed. Ahead of the BMW in second that was on pole position. Niels Kost anchors that lot home. Kaika Schubert doing the middle two stints. Just a two driver. Sidra Setsash will be across the line for another podium finish for Man Filter HTP Windward Racing. Two AMGs and a BMW and Marla Racing. Augustin Canapino is going to be about 16 seconds away from getting another podium, but it'll be fourth from the pit lane for the Marla Racing team Williams E-Racing squad Daniel LaFuente did his 14 laps in the middle of the race now how about Sim Cup 2 still some racing to go on there Claudius Veed Simon Gross in the middle of the race been battling against Martin Asher right the way through this race feed 5.4 seconds to the good of Martin Asher TCR at the carousel for the final tie GT4 similar for core racing the 303 he's on his way home now as well to take a victory and the top step of that podium look much more difficult than I think he expected Marcel Fassbender has finished the chequered flag has been out so he will get second place for BMW and Sim RC.de. Pascal Sticks doing a great job with 
Matty Sipola to take the win for Court in GT4, but they were pushed by the BMW this time, and that's the first time I've said that. But still can't pick a winner from the TCR class. We'll get you some interviews in a moment, but obviously you want to have all of the winners across the line in all of the classes and give them their due desserts. And there's still a first place to be decided here with Maris Gollenbeck for Corsim Racing. Nowhere near safe at the moment. Patrick Kabinji did his bit in the middle. Felix Luding qualified and started the yellow and black car in second and it was Jürgen Frank in the middle coming down towards Flansgarden for the final time for those TCRs now remember we have seen the perfect draft from that car in second at the moment when he lost the lead with a Porsche Cup car going through at the small carousel he dropped back just enough to get the run through the final corner onto the Donegaher and then down the main straight. He timed it perfectly. Now, what I can't remember which was which one of the drivers it was. Was it Felix, who was in the car at the time? I think it might have been Jürgen. Oh, he might be a bit close at the moment, but he's having a go. This is for the lead onto the Donegaher. Has he gone too early? It's compromised both their exits. Now, the problem with the TCR cars is you run out of revs if you try and go to early, put the side by side. And for a moment, the black and yellow cars in the lead. But has he gone too early? The core racing cars got to drop straight back in, weaving around, trying to break the tour. This is for the win. We've seen battles like this end in the barriers at the end of the lap. Here comes the core racing car back to the lead. The lead's changed twice on the Dottinger already and it's not over. Bit of side drafting there under the Pilstein crossover bridge. They're going to tough it out. It's going to be side by side through the final corners. Who's the bravest? There's a touch. It was inevitable. There's going to be another touch to the right-hander. Almost a slide. Hard on the throttle from the core racing car and into the barriers. Oh, my goodness me. What a run to the line. What a final lap. But it is going to be then Felix Luding for CMRC controversially with contact into the final set of corners. Takes it just ahead of Marius Gollenbeck. Tiny, tiny margins. Gollenbeck got his foot down early to try and straighten the car up and get the run out. Patrick Kabinji did his bit in the middle. But the win will go to Felix Luding, who started and qualified the car. Jürgen Frank in the middle. What a finish. Claudius Veen confirmed. So that's another Asher Racing sponsored car and a Sim RC machine that will go through and take a win for Claudius Veen and Simon Grossman. Just ahead of Asher himself, who was in the background, coming through there. And it'll be another core on the podium. Matty Sipola, after a really interesting battle, he and Pascal Sticks pushed all the way by the solo driver of Marcel Fassbender in the Sim RC. Another Sim RC car, the best result for the BMW M4 GT4 that we've seen in this championship. Well, three hours we said we are already well over that, 10 minutes over that. 
and plenty of action right throughout. Once again, VCO, the digital Nürburgring Langstrecken series, has delivered drama, action and fabulous racing all the way through. That had everything. Absolutely everything. Well done to all of the competitors as Sipola just has the final complex of corners before we can confirm that victory. And coming to the line. Bilstein Bridge and I get my breath back for a moment after an extraordinary last, well I was going to say last 30 minutes but really that's just been building and building and building like a pressure cooker for the whole three hours and finally something had to blow and it was in the TCR class, there goes Matty Sipola confirmed then as the winner in the GT4 category pushed right to the end well done to Claudius V for Sim RC in Porsche Cup Matty Sippler for Court uh, who wins in the GT4 category uh, along with his teammate Pascal Sticks. Right, let's see if we can pull in an interview or two. Adam Christodoulou uh, is with us. So, first of all, hello, Adam. It's Hindoff here. Mate, I'm sorry I doubted you. Uh, can you hear me, Adam? Yeah, yeah, I can hear you. Can you hear me? All right? Smashing. Adam, I'm sorry I doubted you. At the start there, I thought seven laps early on in that heat with the tyres and the performance drop-off, I thought that couldn't possibly be the right thing to do. Good qualifying, fantastic race, mate. Well done. Was that always going to be the plan? Well, we're a bit unsure. We were just, uh, I was just trying to keep up with the car in front. Like, my qualifying didn't quite go to plan. And in the end, um, the, the start of the race went pretty well. I think for some reason, P3 didn't start next to us. So I, was, I basically got straight into a third place. I thought about going for second. But in the end, obviously, the guys were faster than me because they had qualified me. So I just thought, well, if I can stick with them for the first few laps, get them to drag me along and let's just see where we are. But uh, in the end, uh, Yen and Matt just put in blistering times and, uh, and we were just fuel saving. And we were calculating it. I've got, it, I've got each lap on my, on my phone of how much fuel we needed to save uh, on each lap just to get us to the end. And then the next question was, are we going to... Uh, we even going to make it to the end of the, uh, mm. the race. So it was, uh, yeah, it was definitely touch and go all the way through. I think um, you had but, a yeah. good car, Adam, if I'm honest. Uh, there was a couple of times when I thought you had a run on the Dottie You both you uh, and Max Thorger, uh Hutzfeld as well, who was, was in, in, in the car second. Uh, and it looked like you almost elected not to take the pass. Again, was that part of the fuel-saving strategy? Well, during the first few laps no it wasn't because 
basically, uh, we believe you can only do the, the longer strategy in the second or third stint because you've also got to do the warm-up from where we grid to the start. So, of course, you end up using another litre of fuel there. And it's just one of those that we just try to do it as efficient as we can. And, of course, we, we also knew that each time you do a pit stop, you've got to come in and do a full set of tyres, which takes 27 seconds. So, um, yeah, in the end, it was all down to the fuel saving that Jan did right at the end. And uh, the second place BMW got within three seconds, and then they just seemed to get hammered by traffic three laps in a row. And that just opened it up, and uh, we, uh, yeah, it was really surprising. But there's some serious fuel saving going on there. Like even, even during my stint, I just thought, right, I just stay behind because I, I wasn't sure if I was quick enough to get ahead and to pull a gap. So I just thought, well, maybe he's dragging me along. And in the end, I think we got it by uh, just a few few seconds. I think we got it by maybe four or five seconds, which six was pretty half. close. Yeah, six, six and a half, and a half at the line. Adam, yeah. Uh, it was too close to realized... but like I was yeah. nervous. I could feel <laughs> the nerves getting to me. When it went to 22 laps, when you realised it was going to 22, my predictor was hovering between uh, 21 and 22, 21 and 22. And when it went to 22, I, I mean, when did you realise that Jan was going to have to do a, a phenomenal piece of fuel saving? And how close was it at the end on that eighth lap? Well, basically, we, we crossed the line uh, with 1.1 litres left. And so... Uh, and with this basically once you get to 0 0.3 it almost it, it basically stops so uh, i think basically you turn the ignition off going across the line just to make sure that we could get back to the pits because that's the other thing you need to make it back to the pits so that's why the inlap was quite painfully slow but uh, i suppose it also gave us time to enjoy it as well brilliant stuff mate uh, how, you, you've you've really been enjoying this uh, online uh, sim racing particularly i know with the uh, vco uh, series when do we see you in a, a in a full metal car again? So uh, I am back at the Nurburgring next uh, in two weeks' time. So basically, um, yeah, a week on Friday, I'll be there for the next uh, NLS race. Uh, back with the HRT boys, and so hopefully we can have a repeat of a uh, of our last race. The last race was a double header, and we managed to win both races somehow in the end. And so. Uh, so hopefully we can do that and get prepped for uh, the Nurburgring 24 hours uh, in a those, few weeks' uh, time. Give, uh, give those boys in the Morpho Racing League, uh, including Bradley and Nick and all of our lot, give them a bit of hell for us the next time you're racing on, in their league as well. Well done, well Adam. Done. Thanks, thanks to you. Thanks to the boys. Give them Thank all of our much. best, won't you? Cheers. Adam Christodoulou then uh, from the winning number eight car. Absolutely outstanding. Uh, from him to confirm the uh, results then uh, at the front of the field Heisingfeld from team BMW Bank from Manfilter team HTP that was the 101 the 107 and the 48 uh, six and a half seconds and 44 seconds back from the leader Augustin Canapino did a great job uh, at the end along with his teammate Daniel Lafuente in the middle they started from the pit lane in fourth Claudius Veed brought home the SMRC Cup Porsche uh, the 276 for the win in the Cup 2 category across, uh, ahead of Martin Asher driving on his own again for Asher Racing uh, Tobias Ruff anchored home uh, Violent Racing the 276 on the podium in GT4 what a battle we had in GT4 the BMW led the race for Marcel Fassbinder who was driving on his own 
And even when he got past, he had a go. He got back in the lead again. He was racing Marty Sipmiller for course in racing in the Porsche at the end. And a tiny mistake uh, on the penultimate lap, hitting the outside, the right-hand side barrier, popped out of the Caracciola carousel uh, a little bit early, a little bit, uh, a little bit free with the right-hand pedal and got on that a bit early, earlier than he wanted to. But he finishes second, just 14 seconds off the lead, even with that damaged car, uh, ahead of Team RSO in third position. That, I think, uh, confirmed, uh, is, is somebody can tell me, is the best result by the new BMW M4 GT4 since it was introduced. As ever, the... Uh, TCR class was bonkers. Sim RC TCR getting uh, another win. Two class wins for them then uh, in this one with uh, the 476 coming home just ahead of Marius Gollenbeck in the core sim racing team of 403 and Team Heusingfeld. Another good result for them with the 404 car uh, as well. So that's how it finished. Let's see if we've got any more uh, people waiting in our waiting room I don't think we do at the moment uh, so let's say a quick thank you to all of our colleagues at the uh, Nürburgring for putting in uh, all of our uh, great work to all of their great work to get the pictures to us Michael and the rest of the team thank you very much indeed and Tim Gray was up in London. The responsible adult was everywhere. Uh, we'll have our VCO Victory Lane interviews on Wednesday night within Midweek Motorsport. That starts at 8 o'clock UK time. Uh, thank you. Enjoy the rest of your motorsport weekend. What a round seven. The Nymex three hours of the Nürburgring for the Nürburgring Langstrecken Series, powered by VCO. Thanks for joining us on RS1, RS3 and around the world in sound and vision. I'm John Hindorf. Enjoy the rest of your weekend. Bye-bye. This programme is a Radio Show Limited production. Tell your friends there's more at RadioLeMond.com.